The biggest day in American sport, the Super Bowl, went to an overtime nail-biter that was eventually won by the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs have now won back-to-back titles, making it their third Super Bowl win in five years, and we're joined by sports reporter Felicity Reid. Felicity, what were some of the highlights of today's very long game? So this was only the second time in Super Bowl history that a game has gone to overtime. So there were some new rules for playoff and overtime today that were tested out. It confused, I think, maybe the commentators and some overseas broadcasters. But in the end result was Kansas City beat San Francisco 49ers 25-22. So that in overtime, that was a winning touch down to Macaulay Hardman. So this was a comeback for the Chiefs. They had been down 10-3 at halftime. So Kansas City fans, they might, you know, their quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, he's been in Super Bowls before. In each of the four he's been in previously, he's been down by double digits. So they probably had a bit of faith that he was going to get them through. Yeah, Kansas to- were overwhelming favourites though, weren't they? They had hoped that it was going to be quite an even matchup between these, and this is probably why it's gone to overtime. You'd be a little bit of a surprise that the 49ers were so dominant in that first half. They, you know, for everything that went on there, it wasn't clean football. There were fumbles. There was the longest field goal in Super Bowl history was kicked. That was done by the 49ers kicker, Jake Moody. So he got 55 yards with his field goal. That record didn't last long. Two quarters later, the Chiefs kicker, Harrison Butker, landed a 57-yard kick. So, you know, plenty of other things happening within the game as well. Another one, Travis Kelsey, probably better known to some people as Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Better known to most people, I think, Felicity. (laughs) Got into a bit of argy-bargy with his own coach, Andy Reid. So this was early in the second quarter. A little bit of frustration floating around to how the game was going for the Chiefs. He was yelling in his coach's face. He got up really close. He grabbed his arm, gave him a shove. The coach didn't seem to mind too much. Is this the norm in American football? Well, the coach's reaction would suggest that perhaps he's used to that or dealing with athletes in high-pressure situations. Not something that we would normally see or expect from some of our players. You know, the rule is generally hands off the coach, you'd you think. Can, can you imagine Sam Kane or someone doing that in, a, in an All Blacks test? It just wouldn't happen. No, it, it wouldn't. It, one of the many things that are a little bit different about American sport as well. Before we even got to the second half, there was that famed halftime show. Today it was hip-hop icon Usher. He had feathers, he had roller skates, he had 30 minutes to condense a 30-year career. Maybe not the halftime show that we'd talk about in the same way that we would other shows, but this one's still decent effort for him and probably a lot of people would have enjoyed it as well. But getting back to the football, <laughs> there were, it was less than two minutes to go in regular time when the Chiefs were behind by three. They levelled it up for 19 all, which is what sent it to the overtime. And in overtime, the 49ers scored first, but it was a Mahomes pass to Hardman for the winning touchdown, which sealed it, and there was all the confetti and all the celebrations that you might imagine from an American sport. Yes, yes, there was, wasn't there? <laughs> <Let's go laughs> Even the Gatorade over the coach. <laughs> Let's go to swimming now, and Erica Fairweather, she's had some success at the World Champs. She has. So she was the favourite going into the 400-metre freestyle final in Doha. She led throughout and finished in 3 minutes 59.44, which was a personal best and a New Zealand record. So that was a gold medal for New Zealand at the World Champs, the first time we've got a gold medal at this event. She is the 400 meter is very hotly contested at this point. It's one of the sort of icon events of women's swimming. The going into this event, she got bronze at the world championships last year, so winning gold is obviously a step in the right direction for her. You could say that this was a weakened field. They had three of the top swimmers in this discipline, so that's Australian Ariana Titmus, American Katie Ledecky, and Canadian Summer McIntosh. Didn't swim at this. They wanted to concentrate on the Olympics, so that maybe gave her a little bit of a window of opportunity. 
is that normal for swimming? Is it that the Olympics are considered above these world champs and that sometimes swimmers will miss those meetings? As maybe it's a little bit of keeping in the back pocket about how fast you're actually going. Don't let the rest of the world know how much of an improvement you have made because she is... A, Erica is behind those three in terms of times, but they are all very close. And it was the Swimming New Zealand Olympic Program lead, Gary Francis, says, if Erica was in any other era, she'd likely have to have been the number one and been considered an all-time great. As it happens, she's just one of the greats in this era. So it really puts into focus what this means to her. But we are still to see more from her at these games. Fear the weather is in the 200 metre free, the 800 metre free and the 4 by 200 metre freestyle relay. Oh, we look forward to that. Thank you. That's Sport with Felicity Reid.